fear. There is an entire world of fears that prey on us from the moment we wake up to when we go to sleep. And even more than that, while we're sleeping, everyone, I believe, is scared of something. And that's what we're asking everyone this week. What is your biggest fear and why are you afraid of it? Here on Behind Every Story. What's up, everyone? My name's Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If you can hear that wonderful police siren in the background and the birds singing, well, that means my window's open and I am talking to you on a podcast. <laughs> I feel like uh, uh, Parks and Rec, you heard with purred. <laughs> if this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening here. I love stories from comic books to films, songs to jokes, sitting around a campfire with some friends, or being enveloped by a storyteller in an audience of strangers. I love hearing people's stories. And more so, I love learning about those stories. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode number 34 of 50 of the COVID-50. Before we begin, a note of warning. The topics we explore on the show may not be suitable for all listeners. This podcast deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, and violence. Listener discretion is advised. This week, we're discussing what is your biggest fear and why. And when I start discussing fears with people, my first thought always goes to horror films. When I was growing up as a young boy, horror films were my bread and butter. And I know that doesn't really make sense, but that was my jam. And I love that all these analogies have to deal with things, you know, food. But horror films were my thing. I loved horror films. And I always asked myself, what do I love about horror movies or horror comics or horror in general? Is that this was an art form that gave someone an emotional response. Like you could look, look at a painting and the painting might give you an emotional response. It might be, oh, this is pretty or, oh, I feel for the artist or the girl in the painting, things like that. But horror always gave everyone this release of fear. So at a very young age, I was very fascinated with the concept of cathartic release, of releasing your tensions, your fears, your your feelings through another means. And this goes back to the whole concept of roller coasters. Roller coasters are an amazing cathartic release because you are living through death. Here is an instance of an airplane, of a train, of a car going careening out of control and your death is almost certain. But since it's on this track and designed to scare you this way, it's safe. So by going through this cathartic emotional release, we live through death. And this is why you have extreme sports like skydiving and bungee jumping and things like this, swimming with sharks that allows you to push yourself through this cathartic experience knowing or hoping, really, really hoping that you're going to live through this. So on the other end of this, you have this endorphin release. And when you watch horror movies, these endorphins 
react in your brain and give you this sense of excitement and and a rush of energy and positive feelings. So fear to me has always been an amazing tool and an amazing fascination. But to me, my two biggest fears are failing and not leaving something in this world before I die. Now, my wife and I have decided to be CF, which means child-free. We are not going to have children. But there's something in the primordial ooze in my lizard brain that says you need to have children to live on your legacy. You know, you always watch these old you watch these movies about old kings and stuff, and it's like, well, how do I how will the world know I'm here if I don't have a son to rule after me? It's like that's feels like it can be really heavy on the conscious that you have to have kids. I think if you have kids, that's amazing. That's an amazing thing in your life that you get to live with and like like teach and you know, to be completely honest, I'm jealous. I love kids. I think kids are fantastic and I want to teach them and I want to like, you know, learn with them and I want to like see the world through their eyes, but I've made the decision and I am happy with my decision. It's not something I look back on and regret that I don't have something to leave the world. My mindset more lies in not leaving something of artistic value. That this is why I make music. This is why I make movies. This is why I create videos for clients. This is why I make comic books. This is why I I constantly make. I constantly have to create because I have this inert fear that I'm going to die before I leave something to this world. And I remember a couple years ago, I made a board game. And through the board game making process, it dawned on me that I really hope that someone plays this after I die because that will mean that I have created something to live past me and that brings someone else joy. So that's always in the back of my head. Like it's it's never, it, it's rarely in the front of my head and I, I don't really dwell on it too much, but it is always kind of nagging me and that's a big fear of mine. The other fear, fear of mine is failing and especially failing someone. I don't want to take on a task or or create something for someone or do a job for someone and fail in their eyes. It is horrible. It's a terrible feeling. So everything I do, I put 110% in because not only do I want them to be happy with my work, I want them to look at it and go, holy shit, I am really glad that we went with him because he made a difference. You know, I failing to me is such a scary, scary concept. And speaking of scary, if I were to think of anything that was a little more um, obtuse, like some people are scared of zombies. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's very valid. I totally understand. But the thing that scares me the most on a creepy sense is being in a public porta potty like whether it be in a park or a concert you know being in one of those porta potties that just you know you go in there and you can just smell the disease <laughs> just it's a lot of fears are crept up on that but my fear is using the porta potty and then having a hand 
reach up through the toilet, grab me, and pull my whole body through the toilet hole. And this is absolutely not founded on anything except a short horror movie that I've been wanting to make for years, and I have never gotten around to it. And I always thought that was one of the most terrifying visuals I have ever thought of. And I thought, that okay, okay, yeah, that would totally uh, be freaky. And the other thing that's more of a physical fear is anything underwater. Um, being in a lake, being in an ocean, if I can't see it, I don't want to be around it. If there's a creature or a fish or something like that underwater, I do. If if I can't see it, I do not want to be near it. It sends shivers through my spine thinking about it. Uh, I was working on a film many years ago, and I was the boom pole operator. I was holding the boom pole for the audio, and uh, we had to be in the ocean. I was I was uh, thigh deep in the ocean, and out of nowhere, I felt this punch on the side of my thigh, and I ruined this perfect dramatic moment by screaming like an eight-year-old girl into the microphone uh, because something touched me underwater. And as I looked around, I saw a dolphin swim away um, because he came up and nudged me, wanted to know what the hell I was doing in his, in his house. Um, but yeah, just absolutely, absolutely terrifying. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I am dying to get off the throne here and put everyone else on the throne so that we can hear what everyone else's biggest fears are. If you enjoy storytelling or comics... I have an awesome idea for you. Hi, I'm Jason, the creator and narrator and storyteller of Behind Every Story. But did you know I also do a comic strip three times a week? Half-Hearted Headache is a slice-of-life comic that takes place in a small American town. In fact, it's my hometown of Elgin, Illinois. Half-Hearted Headache is a coming-of-age story that proves you don't have to be a teenager to still come of age. The story revolves around the slice-of-life happenings of a town and its people within, from normal everyday things like work to grandiose, mysterious things that are just on the horizon, including talking cats and ghosts. There's so much more happening at Half-Hearted Headache. Join us today over at halfheartedheadache.com, or you can follow us on the very popular webcomic apps and web pages of tapas.io and webtoons.com. And if you like our comic, make sure you check out our Patreon, where there's some awesome rewards, including actually being in the comic itself. Check us out at Half-Hearted Headache. What is your biggest fear? That's a hard one. I I have concerns, but I don't think there's much that I have in the way of fear. I've 
been through things that, you know, have, you know, worried me severely. And now I'm not really scared of anything. I guess, no, no, I lie. My biggest fear would be to be completely helpless and be a burden to others. That's that I would hate. And plus the sheer boredom of it. Well, to be like a piece of cauliflower, but like still have your brain going and stuff like that. That would just be terrible. And then to be locked inside your body and can't do nothing. Yeah. Pinch a tube. Let me go. (laughs) My name is Brandon. I am from Elgin, Illinois. Losing my wife. Why? She's the most important thing in my world. My greatest fear is losing my wife because she's the one person I want to spend the rest of my life with. I want to spend all of my time with her. She's my best friend. She's my companion. Um, If I lose her, I'm lost. My name is Rob, and I am from the Midwest in America. That that uh, that the future will be horrible for my daughter. I'm talking not her future. I'm talking the future of this planet. You know, this country is a mess, and our current leadership is is goddamn awful. I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on. If you don't see how bad this is, you have your eyes closed, dude. And policies that are getting put in place are going to affect my daughter and her children and maybe even her children's children in horrible ways. And that that's that's the thing I'm most scared of is like what what is their future going to look like? Now, does that mean that it's written in stone and it's done? No, I, I think that that light can get through. And I think that what we're going through with this pandemic right now, actually, if you look at the positive side of it, it's it's positively affecting a lot of society. Uh, yes, it's horrible. And yes, it's it's a scary thing. I don't want to lose anybody. I don't want people suffering or hurting or, or any of that. But there is a level of positivity to what it's doing to society. It's bringing people together. It's making people care for each other in a different way. It's awakening people to the importance of people that, that like take the garbage out. You know what I mean? People that, that, Hey, they have to work through this pandemic and they're the ones that are, you know, having there, there, there's a lot of people doing jobs that people looked down upon before that they're realizing, man, they are essential to us surviving. And I think that's a real positive, even though it sucks that we had to get here for that to happen. My name is Stella and I'm from Chicago. What is your biggest fear? Dying early. Why? I have so much that I want to do to help other people. Um, I really feel like my reason why I'm here 
my why is to help others in a non-medical way. And so if I can help, you know, either heal them, not heal them, like I'm not a doctor, but just be a healer and, and sit with them and just spend time with them and make them feel better. That's, and, and I don't think I've gotten there yet. Um, I don't want to die early. I have so much to do in that realm. So that's my biggest fear. My name is Michael and I'm in the Naperville area. My biggest fear is um, getting married and someone taking away the empire that I worked so hard to achieve. It feels like, it feels, I don't want to say I have a chip on my shoulder because I have this empire, but it feels almost like, like being a father, watching your baby grow, nurturing it, feeding it, sitting down when it's bad, cheering it on when it's good, helping it do its homework. It's, it's a different experience than just showing up to work clocking in and getting paid. When I sleep, my business sleeps. And my biggest fear is getting married and having that all taken away because I lose sight of the fact that there is another person now attached to the hip to me that has that needs an emotional appendance, um, that has needs of his or her own. I mean, I'm obviously going to marry Nicole, but you know, whether you're with a guy or a girl and you're listening to this podcast, I don't want you to, you know, have some type of way feeling. But that understanding that tomorrow it could go because you lose sight of the fact of why you became a human is one of the most detrimental things to me ever. I am Chris and I am from Chicago. I think one of the biggest fears that I have is dying before my parents do because I think it would just make them sad. And so because of that fear, I actually tell them all the time, like, hey, you know, like I'm going to go free diving underwater. Like if I die, like remember that I lived a good life or I'm going to hop in this motorcycle Mm. or I'm going to go skydiving, whatever it might be. I let them know that just in case like life was good and I think that I'm always afraid of dying before they do and also I worry about dying and not getting a chance to tell someone something that I was holding back waiting for the right moment like what? Uh, it could be something as simple as forgiving someone Or it could be uh, asking for forgiveness. Uh, It could be acknowledging someone. That's one thing that I'm definitely trying to do a way better job at these days. Is acknowledging people for all the things that I appreciate them for. My name is Brett and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I think my biggest fear is just never, never making it. And I don't mean making it in the sense that, you know, I'm famous or super rich. 
but just making it to a point where I feel like, I don't know, I succeeded in my career at something I kind of wanted to succeed at, or I made enough money, fuck you money, to do whatever I wanted after I had my career and comfortably have a family and a house and just, you know, just live a nice, maybe upper middle class life of, you know, happiness. And I just, I don't know. My biggest fear is that I won't get there. Hi, my name is Chris. I'm from Elgin, Illinois. What is your biggest fear? Well said. Yeah. It's it's not that, trust me. I can tell you that for <laughs> sure. Um I don't know. I think I think you know what I'll go back to the dream that I shared with you. It's like it's never getting it's never being able to get the things done that I want to get done and being helpless to to affect it. Um, and I think that's, you know, looking back on the dream, it's the biggest thing is, you know, regardless of what I do, that there is no, even if I'm doing the right thing, that there's no um, effect um, is maybe the scariest thing and the biggest fear that I have. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, I always thought if you, you know, are honest and give yourself, you'll know, give the best effort that things might will work out to, at least to some degree. Um, and then and if it doesn't, then what, what's the point? So I think that's my biggest fear. My name is Potato Johnson, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. Um, my immediate family getting sick, that and or and or dying. That creeps me out beyond belief. Because as much as I like to be, you know, in solitude. It's at this point, it's like a selective solitude because as much as I want to like tell my, my wife and kid, you know, get out, go away for like 10 minutes so I can like have 10 minutes to see myself. I, I think I'd be a mess without them. And I can tell you, I would be really, I would kind of, uh, I would definitely become the Unabomber at that point. I would have my own little shack middle of the woods and people probably wouldn't see me again how come what drives you to this this thought process um when i was younger my sister was really sick she had um bacterial encephalitis which is different than encephalitis it's the myelin in the brain which is essentially like a sheath around the nerves begins to deteriorate due to a bacterial infection. And I couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. So when I was trying to work full time, go to college full time, um, my sister was in the hospital for six months and I've already dealt with it once um, with my sister who almost died. Um, And it's really tough. And I, I don't ever wish anything like that on uh, my wife or son and having to go through that again, I'd just be like, I'm done. Hello, my name's Dan from Cambridge, UK. 
What's your biggest fear? Hmm. Used to be nuclear bombs, but I'm pretty sure it's dying in this flat alone now. <laughs> what scares you about dying alone? Uh, it's just dying in general, really. It's the nothingness. If it is nothingness or whatever comes next, I don't know. If it's nothing, that's going to suck. If it's something, that's going to suck. <laughs> Can't win either way. So, just want to avoid it. <laughs> My name is John. I am from the west suburbs of Chicago. Oh, you know, probably uh, dying or... or I mean, having a having something really bad happen to me, whether that be like having a stroke or like uh, being disfigured or just dying uh, before I uh, find uh, somebody to share another chunk of my life with. Like if I how come? Huh? Oh well, I. Uh, Again, as a divorced fellow, I, I, I thought that I found my person, you know, and I was very happy. Uh, and then I lost that person. And, uh, you know, it was, it was something was taken from me there. And, and uh, I very much value intimate relationships. So I just hope that I find somebody else in the future that I can care about, uh, who cares about me and, you know, be my next to the person. And I hope I get that to do that one last time before uh, the whole big show's over. We are Lauren and Ryan, and we are from Chicago, Illinois. What is your biggest fear and why? Uh, Ryan actually knows this. My biggest fear is actually the dark. that I had a really bad experience with the same uncle where he used to lock me in the basement if I misbehaved. They used to babysit us a lot, um, my brother and I. And when I was bad, he used to put me and lock me in the basement and turn off all the lights. So I'm, how old am I now, 32, 33? Uh, I'm still afraid of the dark <laughs> at night. So that's definitely something that I'm afraid of. Uh, another fear I have is failure. Um, I, my, one of, that's probably one of my biggest fears is that I'm going to fail somewhere in life and not be successful. Obviously that's not the case. Um, but I just never want to fail and be embarrassed of, you know, everything that I've done. And, and so as irrational as this is going to sound, just based on the last answer I gave, my, um, my biggest fear is abandonment. Right. Is is, you know, because if I'm in control, if I'm the one deciding, you know, that I can go out there and be on my own, well, that's fine. But if someone else decides that, hey, it's time to go, it's time to leave, you know, and I'm not in control of it, I really struggle with that. Right. I I struggle with the idea of being abandoned. Um, So, again, you know, I recognize that there's some irrational stuff there and that's why I talk openly about it, because, you know, by verbalizing and talking about it, I can address it. Um, but there, for whatever reason, you know, I wasn't abandoned as a child or anything. I don't have any of those issues. My parents are still together. Uh, but for whatever reason, you know, I have a sensitivity and fear of a man.
My name is Zach. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I am most definitely afraid of falling. Um, not so much being at heights, but I have a, a feeling like I'm most afraid of falling from a high, from a high space. And I'm afraid that, you know, if I fall, I'm going to die. And so it, it, I'm not afraid of death. You know, I joined the military, definitely not afraid of death. I'm afraid of falling and the feeling of falling like that freaks me out the most. So I don't, I don't do roller coasters. I don't do some of those things. I could never bungee jump. I could never skydive. Couldn't do it. I think that it would put my adrenaline through the roof and I'd have a heart attack. Why do you think you're afraid of falling? I don't know. It's just, I think that at a certain point where I feel like, I was like, I, I don't mind heights. I've been places where I'm pretty high up, but I'm safe. You know, I'm attached to a building or I'm attached to a rig. And so I feel safe, but it's the moment that I don't feel safe where I feel like I'm now going to fall. And that's when I start freaking out. My adrenaline spikes, you know, the heart starts racing triple as fast as it should. And then I start freaking out. My name is M. I am from Chicago, Illinois. Um, my biggest fear, I would have probably at one time or for a lot of my years said death, but my biggest fear isn't death. It's the process of dying. I'm not scared of what the moment or what happens after I'm scared of treatments and I've watched way too many people um, die of cancer and um and other horrible things or whatever you know and i just i don't look i don't like that what about it scares you uh the pain that it puts the person through and the pain that it puts their loved ones through mm. to have to watch someone deteriorate like that My name is Mark Allen Fishman. I am from Homewood, Illinois. Uh, my biggest fear is death. I don't want to die. I don't want to be away from this plane of existence because there's no proof that there is anything beyond this existence. And while it is impossible to feel pain or regret or remorse or negativity, if indeed you are not sentient anymore, I don't like the idea of the story ending. Uh, even so much as so as that, like, I don't, I truly wish to believe that cryogenics will somehow be factored in or that somehow, some way, digitization of the brain could somehow occur. It can't, but I would love a reality where our essence, our being, our mind is somehow able to sustain life, to still think and be and create. And to not be able to do that is terrifying. My name is Marie and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. I fear dying. Um, I think most people 
fear their own death. I think especially if you have some kind of health issue that makes it a little closer to home. I don't want to die young. There's still so much I want to try and do in my life. Um, still so much I want to see. So number one thing for me is just to try and live as long as possible. Make sure I'm doing everything correctly. And I even use the joke sometimes with the, my friends that I'm gonna I'm gonna live forever. Like I I will live forever. <laughs>
Because here in my mind, I think either one or both of them is dead, even though there'd be no reason for my husband to be dead. <laughs> it's just my daughter that was crying. That was it. That was absolutely it. And he's looking at me with this bewildered look on my face. And I'm just going, like, just, just rambling constantly about what I perceived had happened. And he's just like, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm sorry, my phone's dead. It's charging right now. Like just all these little things that perfectly explain the situation. And so fear is what I've made of it in my own mind. My name is Sean and I am from Chicago. Um, well, aside from the deep ocean, um, I do like have a natural fear of the ocean and, um, like, like swimming out in the ocean. Like if, if I were to like ever end up in like some sort of like castaway situation, um, I don't know how long I would survive, especially like if I was out at sea. Um, so that, that would be very fearful. Um, but I think right now, if I had to be like very realistic, is that I think my biggest fear or my insecurities would hit is like um, all of my efforts being for nothing, you mm. know, things that like I, you know, work for in my life, you know, towards my career, my business, um, my general growth. Um, you know, I'm 33 and, and, you know, I'm not married, I'm still single. Um, you know, I'm still living at home and it's, it, it's somewhat by choice because, uh, I'm, you know, in a situation where I have my own living situation in, in my parents' basement. That's kind of like all mine. Um, like I have my own bedroom, living quarters, kitchen, bar, bathroom. So, um, it, it is separated kind of from my parents' house and I also contribute to being home, but, uh, I choose it because I, hate i'd no longer believe in the concept of paying for rent because i'm paying towards something like i don't own so so i think one of my insecurities is that like i do want to eventually being able to like have a place that like if i'm paying if i'm paying anything it's like a mortgage towards something that like i will that i'm owning that's going to be mine and you know the the fear of not being able to leave leave a legacy you know not getting married not being able to have a child um, that's going to carry my, you know, my name and carry my gene line. Um, I, I think that's, that's probably like my only fear, but, uh, again, I think that if you let, you know, fear dictate every move, you don't make the most conscious step, you know, you make more of a fearful step and that's when, you know, things, you, you tend to act more out of desperation than out of like practicality and like, mm -hmm. like logic. So I, I would say, yeah, th those are probably like the, my biggest fears is just like everything I'm doing just ends up being for like nothing. Stories make us feel a little more connected to the world. Like no matter what you're scared of, someone else is scared of that too. And it's really comforting to know that you're not alone in your fear. For instance, some people are scared of spiders. So they've made an entire subgenre of movies 
devoted to the fear of spiders. Even a movie so far as calling itself arachnophobia. We're all in this story called fear together. Do you have a story about what's your biggest fear? Send us a voicemail clip or an email to behindeverystory at gmail.com. We would love to hear it and play it on an episode. Thank you so much for joining us here on Behind Every Story. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app or sharing our podcast to your friends and family or even just random people. Because what's more scarifying than scarifying? Yeah, I'm, I'm owning it. What's more scarifying than talking to random people? Ugh. Make sure you like us and friend us and follow us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast to stay up to date on all our newest episodes and head on over to iTunes to give us that five-star review and tell us what you're most scared of and what you would love to hear on the podcast. And you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make the world a smaller, more intimate, and sometimes a more terrifying place. Thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small. And thank you to our guests this episode. Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren and Ryan, M. Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean and Zach. I've been your spooky storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next time when we get to talk what is a priority that has changed over your life. I'll see you next time on Behind Every Story.